Hello and welcome back to another episode of that podcast. My name is Ryan Janke and as always I am joined by Dana Mashevsky and Pastor DJ Lura and Sarah I suppose is here in spirit. Oh and you've got the <laughs> machine it. back. I also pushed the right button which after last week watching Sarah I was like <laughs> it's like it's like we're a professional <laughs> yep. podcast. Yes sir. We know what we're doing. You get what you pay for. <laughs> That's fun. And you don't pay for Does a confirmation group meet in here? Is yeah. that why all those yeah. chairs yeah. are there? Oh, yeah. okay. Sure. It's for our, our so audience that hasn't chairs, arrived yet. So you're welcome for your chairs because I put them back. Yeah. There okay. Go. Gotcha. Nice. Well, how, is things, how are things going? Things are okay. Uh, we're, we're recording this podcast after um, this, that podcast, after um, this last weekend. Uh, the FCS championship oh, game. Yeah. Oh, yes, Sarah's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to talk about this now so yeah, that she can't So we can't cover it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, that's old news old by news. now, Sarah. Too bad. Too bad. Yeah. No, that was um, that was a, a well-earned victory, I think. Ah, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I can see you really care. <laughs> it's your alma mater, too. Show, show a little spirit. NDSU? No, yeah. no. I you just said it was a well earned win. I uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, you were showing spirit. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to be magnanimous. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a, it was a tough one, but uh, they were um, they were definitely outplayed. Um, and uh, what do you do? I mean, yeah, you know, yep. It, it's it's one of those. <laughs> Get them next year. Yeah. What? And it's been uh, twelve years of this. Mm-hmm. You know, and about, I don't know, nine years ago, I said this can't go on forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, what are you going to do? At least you went there um, during during the winning seasons. Mm-hmm. I, when I went there, my student uh, fees paid for the tickets. Yeah. Right? And uh, we all got tickets then. You got to go in whenever you wanted to. Sure. And so if you look at the all the championship banner, mm-hmm. there's a bunch and then this flat line of nothing. Yeah. And then a bunch more. And yeah. I lived in that 10-year period of nothing. <laughs> so you could go in. You could sit wherever you wanted yeah. to because yep. there weren't a whole lot of uh, fans for the yeah. Bison at that time. Yeah. Well, I used to have season tickets. And before we got the season tickets, it was one of those deals where we didn't need to buy them because we could just find somebody with season tickets and they were like, yeah, take mine. Take me. <laughs> I can't you know? give them away. And then all of a sudden it was harder and harder and yeah. harder. And all of a sudden we're like, we better get tickets or we might not come here. Well, it's been a mm-hmm. decade of just, mm-hmm. just dominating yep. the, the division that they're in. Yeah. I, I want to ask this question cause I've, I've looked it up and I try to listen to the people in the stands when they say it, but whenever the bison get a first down, what is it that the crowd says? First down, move those chains. Yeah, but it, do they go whoa yeah. first? Yeah. Is that is that what it is? It's whoa? I, yeah, I never did that part. Okay. I did the first down. First down. Yeah. I'll let everybody else worry about moving the chains. <laughs> the guy down there knows that he's supposed to move the chains. Didn't that guy also just retire? Yeah. Like did he really? Yeah. yeah. He had yeah. been there for... He was great. Like, yeah, like, for a very long time. Yeah. I just saw, I saw it on... Facebook or something by like the forum or something had done an article on mm-hmm. him retiring that he had been there for. It was long. I don't know how long, but yeah. it was a long time. Well, Ryan, you have a professional voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that something that uh, 
see yourself being the voice of the bison no. someday? <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. They got a great voice for the bison right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Yeah? So. I thought you said he was retiring. No, no, the, the, the guy that moves the chains. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That, I was no. confused then. All right. <laughs> the guy, yeah, <laughs> the, that does I, the first time markers. I, I don't know if the guy who does the first time markers does a good job because oh. I didn't really pay attention to <laughs> She's talking about the guy that actually moved the chains. Okay. Yeah. I was talking about the, the, the voice of the bison. Yeah. I thought you meant ah. he was retiring. No. No no, 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 no. Hopefully not. No, he's great. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say now? I forget. Um, oh, another thing that I don't uh, that I don't appreciate, and and Dana, you don't go to Bison games, do you? Not that often. Yeah, and they do this in at UND too, so it's not uh, anything that's exclusive to the Vikings or to the Vikings <laughs> to the Bison to say to the Bison. But it, during the national anthem, yeah, it's it's it's, it's I, I got it's in my craw too. I yeah, don't like I don't I don't like it. So if you don't know. Uh, they during the national anthem they do the whole thing in the uh, the and land the of the home of the and then a bunch of people beller bison and I don't like that I don't either yeah so anyway I had to get that off my chest I'm with you that's the, that's the one point I'm like ah oh, come on guys yeah. we're better than this yeah yeah so that's it but it's not just them it's no, kind of become no, a tradition no. all over the place no I was I was at a UND uh, hockey game a few weeks ago and they did the same thing they, they didn't say bison though. Okay, well, that's yeah. good. <laughs> that would be weird. Did they say Sue? They did. Yep, they did. Yep. Yeah, my daughter told me that. She went to a, a UND hockey game, and they, they say the Sue mm -hmm. yep. instead of the Hawks. They do, so, yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? People, people are going to do what they do. Yep, mm -hmm. nothing. Nothing you can do about it. Nope. So, you all right? Well, it's moving on me, so I didn't want to <laughs> do all this stuff. Yeah. I'm okay. So that's what I wanted to share, kind of the, sure. the news. Yeah. The yep. game. And uh, unfortunately, Sarah's not here to gloat, and so by the next time. And, like, like we didn't plan that for no, her to we be didn't. gone. No, but happy to say, hey, good on you, Sarah. <laughs> I'm never going to mention she's, it again. She's probably still <laughs> celebrating know, knowing her. She's working on Giving Hearts Day stuff. So. Oh, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. That's coming up mm -hmm. really fast. Oh. I have a like niece. A I have a niece that goes. That, she's a jackrabbit. Goes to SDSU, and I have another niece who wants to be a jackrabbit. And so, I am sure I'm going to hear nothing but hems and haws about this for the next oh, year. Oh, I have no doubt. <laughs> so horrible. Uh, yeah. Oh well. Oh well. So. Uh, I have a question for you again. Is it a biblical question? It is, yeah. Sometimes we go off the rails a little bit and don't ask those. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Just a little bit off the rails. Sometimes. But this time I do. Because <laughs> what was it the two episodes ago that it was mainly nothing and then a little <laughs> bit at the end? <laughs> Ah, we got to have fun too. You know what? It, it, God and the Holy Spirit are active in life, not just in the Word. Yep. So mm -hmm. that's true. Just you need the Word to make sure that it's the Holy Spirit that's active in your life and not some other kind of spirit. So that's true. That is very true. All right. So let's get into it. Yeah. So I've been uh, reading the Bible out loud. I told nice. you that, right? Nice. Doing Whole my different feel, right? My my daily discovery out loud, <laughs> and I I uh, I shared this with you two uh, beforehand. But I think I've read this obviously many times, 
But for whatever reason, uh, this time it just struck me funny. And I think when you read it out loud, it was because I read it out loud. So uh, we all know the story. We're in Exodus. Uh, Moses goes up. He's with God. God gives him commandments, writes them on the tablets. Uh, in the meantime, the people. Fifteen commandments. <laughs> <laughs> ten. Ten, ten, ten commandments. commandments. In the meantime, the people don't think. He was up there 40 days and 40 nights, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so the people start thinking, well, he's gone. He left. Well, there's a storm on the mountain the entire time. Yeah. So he's know? he's not coming back. Yeah. So they get a little antsy down there, and they uh, they uh, convince Aaron to make them a golden calf, right, or right. something. They don't even tell him what to make. They just say that we need something to worship, right. And so he asks for all their jewelry or whatever. All their, their gold and valuables. Yep. And then he makes them a calf. Yeah, it melts it down and mm-hmm. forms a calf. So, so, <clears throat> so I'm I'm reading along, and one part uh, actually that we did not talk about before that was that was funny. Um, that that I mean, it's not funny, but you know what I'm saying. It's not ha ha funny. No, not not ha ha funny at all. Um, but uh, uh, Moses comes down, and then he finds out that uh, all these stiff necked people mm-hmm. um, uh, made had this golden calf made and Aaron made it. And so he, he, uh, Moses comes down and finds out about this. Now he, he grinds the thing down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Into, into powder Mm -hmm. and, uh, makes, makes them drink it. So obviously he gold dust, gold dust mixed it in there. And, um, anyway, he's, uh, he goes to, uh, Aaron and he's like, Hey, what gives? And, uh, Aaron says, uh, you know the people that they are set on evil, for they say they said to me, make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. So I said to them, let anyone who have gold take it off. So they gave it to me, and I threw it in the fire, and out came this calf. <laughs> not my fault. <laughs> That's what happened. That's what happened. I threw it in the fire and out comes this calf, you know? Uh, I don't know if it worked that way. Maybe, so, But think about, think about where Aaron is coming from. Uh, Moses comes down off of the mountain and he is like, if you smell yeah, yeah. what Moses is cooking. Yep. Also though, like if we had to drink that, like it would cost like us so much money. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But Moses comes down and lays the smack down. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's people. He really does. And well, yeah. So he comes down. He's got his two tablets. Yep. And he brings them to the base of the mountain. He sees what's going on. He smashes them on the floor. Now, does he just drop them, or does he smash? Does he does he uh, smash them on purpose? I I'm picturing that he smashes them on purpose. I, I picture he, it I as like too. you know like the like plate smash where you're like trying to get someone's attention you just throw something yeah but these are stone tablets i mean how hard do you gotta like well it said his anger burned hot (laughs) so sorry uh, i'm just thinking professional wrestling again like what a great line that would be my anger burns hot yeah like macho man yep so yeah he was none too happy with these people yeah and so he's got it 
Is there something that you were going to, I see you have your Bible out. Were you going to read something or do you want me to go on to? Well, no, I'm just reading this out loud. And when Moses saw that the people had broken loose, for Aaron (laughs) had let them break loose to the derision of their enemies. Yep. To the derision of their enemies. (laughs) Okay. Oh, so the, the part that made me laugh a lot, um, was when, so we get to, uh, uh, Exodus 34, and the the uh, the tablet. Oh, I'm sorry. This is what I want to read. He threw the tablets out of his hands. Yeah, and broke them at the foot of the mountain. Yeah, he threw them. So I imagine he's not all the way down the mountain yet, and he just <laughs> sends them flying. Well, I'm sure he off could, a cliff. He, yep. he, he saw it from a distance. Yeah, he was not happy. Um, his anger burned hot. It did. <laughs> it did. Okay. What what struck you funny? Uh, so what struck me funny was when. Um, uh no no now I lost it. Don't <laughs> tell me I lost it. Um Well, we were talking about so many different things. It, it's it's when uh God makes um new tablets right. f- for uh cuz obviously he smashed the first ones, right? Yes. And so um Let DJ find it. Here it is. It's I got chapter it. Chapter 34. 34 verse 1. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the middle. So the Lord said to Moses, this is what made me laugh because I read this out loud and I stopped because I was like laughing and couldn't continue. You were guffawing. I was laughing so hard. So, so Moses has to go back up and say, Ryan adds a level of inflection to his out loud readings. (laughs) That's true. So Moses has to go back up and let God know. All right. So here's the deal. These People made this golden calf, but don't worry because I ground it down and made him drink it, by the way. Um, but the Lord said to Moses, cut for yourself two tablets of stone like the first, and I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets, which you broke. <laughs> it just kind of just throws that in there. Which you broke, by the way. I had them all done. They were done. They were fine. They were perfect. You know. You go down there and you, you smash them. Throw them off a cliff. I, I just it just struck me funny. Like, uh, um, you know, I'm I'm you pictu- are the one who has done. I'm 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 picturing like uh, you know. I'm picturing God just kind of hanging out, sitting there, got his glasses on, right? And kind of has them down a little bit, and he's looking down, talking. And he says, uh, and I'll write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets. Stops, looks over the top of his glasses and glasses, and says, which you broke. You know you know that, don't you? You broke them. No. So that, that it, struck me funny. We won't talk about the, one, the first set, you know. It reminds me of, of, and my mom didn't do this often, but it reminds me of like, my mom calling and being like, oh, it's so good to talk to you. Sure would be nice if you called mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm just like, right? like passive aggressive guilt. I'll, I'll make new tablets. Yeah. Because nope. the first pair. They, <laughs> I guess I'll make new ones because you busted up the first ones. <laughs> You had you already had a set. You already had a set. So, oh, you want another set? What, what happened to the first <laughs> what set? Happened to them? Where'd they go? Oh, you broke them. Yeah. Oh man. So you bring up um, a really good question, though, right? And uh, did you with, ask a question? Along with the funny, he did. He did. He, he asked a question about um, 
first of all, the necessity for a second set of tablets. But also, why was Moses losing his brains yeah. after he came down the mountain? And to do that, you have to go back to, uh, we hear about, about Aaron uh, crafting the, the golden calf. I think there's two of them, actually. And these aren't new um, deities. They're idols that the people have crafted for them to find a way to worship the Lord. Okay. Yep. Because that's what they call them. They don't call it like Baal or or Zeus or anything. They're trying to worship Yahweh, but they're trying to worship the Lord in a way that the Lord has not commanded them. So whenever you worship the Lord in a way contrary to what the Lord has said, this is how I want you to worship me. You're actually engaging in blasphemy and idolatry rather than true worship. And why are the people doing this? Well, it's the same thing that we do with all kinds of idols. Um, we're trying to turn God into a wish giver where if we make the right sacrifices and rituals, we will have access to God. And that's what the people are trying to do. They're trying to have God on their own terms rather than on God's terms. Mm -hmm. So now they're up in the mountain, right? Yeah. And it says, um, listen to what, 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 what God says to Moses with concerning the golden calf, it's 32 verse seven. And the Lord said to Moses, now remember whose people are they? Are they God's people? Mm -hmm. They're God's people, right? Mm -hmm. He delivered them. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's the whole story of Exodus. But listen to what God says, go down for your people. Yeah. Whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. Yep. <laughs> So now I picture like, you know, like mom and dad are like, no, when the baby's crying, it's your That's kid. right. That's right. From 12 to four, <laughs> that's your baby. <laughs> they have turned aside quickly out of the way that I commanded them. They have made it for themselves a golden calf and have worshiped it and sacrificed to it. So, so da, da, da. Uh, these are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Uh, and the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people and behold, it is a still stiff necked people. Mm -hmm. Now, therefore... Leave me alone <laughs> that my wrath may burn hot against them and I may consume them in order that I may make a great nation of you. You. Mm -hmm. So here's the question. Does God change his mind? Um, no. No. No? No. Did, did we... Did we talk about this before? Maybe. Um, I, I'm trying to remember. This is not my own original thought, and I think it might even be yours. Okay. But didn't we talk about uh, you saying that he did not change his mind? Instead, he gave Moses the opportunity to lead? So what you... Yeah, I think I talked about this last week. So um, what you see happening in Exodus in the relationship between God and Moses is Moses is becoming... God is discipling Moses to lead the people, mm -hmm. um, to be their judge, to be the prophet, the one through whom God speaks. And that's, that's, that's the role that God gives him as soon as he's called on the mountaintop, mm -hmm. that I will be, uh, Moses, you will be like God and Aaron will be like you. He will speak on your behalf. But if the people want to, want to interact with me, they need to come to you. Yeah. That's what he says. That's what he says to him. Yep. Here it says, after God has said all this, it says, 
But Moses implored the Lord as God and said, O Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say with evil intent, did he bring them out to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from your burning anger and relent from this disaster against your people. Mm-hmm. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self. Now that's something holy. You know You know when people say like, I swear to God? Yeah. What does God say? I swear yeah. by myself. Yep. I mean, what, what else is yeah. he going to swear on? Right. Uh, your own self and said to them, I will multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and all that I will give you to your offspring and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord relented from the disaster that he had spoken of bringing on his people. Now the word relented is an interesting one because it could sound like God changed his mind. Mm-hmm. And I had a professor that believed and argued that uh, God is omnipresent. Mm-hmm. He's everywhere. He's... Um, omnipotent he's all powerful but he's not omniscient doesn't know the future oh yeah which is uh, it's it's quite a statement to make Mm -hmm. and he was an old testament professor and he he argued on this this text see god relented however if you look at the context of what's happening rather than god going and destroying the people Whose anger burns hot? Well, Moses' anger. Moses' anger burns hot instead of God's. So before, were you going to say something? My point being is that Moses then takes on the role of being the judge of the people so that it's a punishment that the people as a whole can withstand Uh and not be completely destroyed by God, but it also places Moses in this position of authority over the Israelites that up until this point had not really been there in a, in a solid foundation type sense. Yeah. Um, and so rather than God changing his mind, mm-hmm. it's not that God changed his mind. It's that God has discipled Moses to lead. Okay. So before we uh, started recording, I asked you a question. So we're, we're in Exodus 32 right now. Yep, and uh, you you read the f- the first uh, part of this, um, and when Moses saw that the people had broken loose, for Aaron had let them break loose to the derision of <laughs> their enemies, they'd broken loose. Then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, "Who is on the Lord's side? Come to me." And all the sons of Levi gathered around him. Interesting. Why Levi? Uh, because Levi is a uh, the the priest. Levi is Moses' tribe. Right. right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Levi the priests and, came from Levi. They're the family mm-hmm. of Moses and Aaron. Okay. Uh, so so there's got, a bit of that too. So he got his set with him. Yep. And he said to them, thus says the Lord God of Israel. So yep. he's saying that God said this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Put your sword to each of you. Put, put, put your, your side, each of you. Put on your sword. Put on your sword, each of you, and go to and fro from gate to gate throughout the camp, and each of you kill his brother and his companion and his neighbor. Mm -hmm. And the sons of Levi did according to the word of Moses, and that day about 3,000 men of the people fell. Yep. Mm -hmm. And Moses said to 
day you have been ordained for the service of the Lord, each one at the cost of his son and of his brothers, so that he might bestow a blessing upon you this day. Mm-hmm. So you got a couple of things going on. One, we don't hear in the narrative God telling Moses to do this. Uh-huh. And yet Moses is the prophet of the Lord. So whatever he says has been established throughout the book that um, when Moses speaks, he's speaking God's word. The few times that he doesn't follow God's word to the letter, mm-hmm. going forward, there's going to be consequences for Moses. Right. Part of what Moses is learning to do is to obey God, even if it doesn't make sense to him. Okay. And there's some weird stuff that Moses has to do. Yeah. Uh, when 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 the people don't follow the Lord during during the Exodus during during this time, when they follow the Lord, things go well for them. When they don't follow the Lord, bad stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Like um, uh, there was a plague of snakes and everyone was dying. Yeah. And God interceded or, or Moses interceded on behalf of the people to God. And, you know, God's response was uh, fashion a, a bronze snake and put it on a pole. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure everyone was like, what in the world is Moses doing? Right. We got people dying a snake bite every day. Why won't he pray to God and get, make God? He's over there sculpting. He's over there. Yeah. He's, he's woodworking. He's yeah. uh, working with pottery. A snake, no less. A snake, no less. And what does he do? He lifts up the snake on the pole and whoever looks at that snake will be healed. Mm-hmm. Now, something to think about. I just think this is kind of interesting because I hadn't thought of it this way. Um, do you, have you seen any um, art, I guess, in our modern culture that's a snake on a pole? Oh, yeah. Me- yeah. Well, me- medical. Yeah, medical. But mm-hmm. what does the pole look like? A cross. A cross. Mm-hmm. Jesus, speaking to Nicodemus, said it, when we hear about, you know, for God so loved the world and you must be born again, mm-hmm. he says, um, just as when Moses lifted the, the bronze snake on the pole and everyone looked at it and lived, so when the Son of Man is lifted up, mm. and everyone who looks upon him will be saved. Huh. Mm. But here, in, at, this is, in my opinion, this is the turning point where Moses is now going forward and like, okay, whatever God says to do. That's I'm what gonna, I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, and here, even taking up God's side against the people and disciplining the people so that nothing worse happens upon them, is something that is actually a, a Christian virtue of humble yourself mm-hmm. so that you're not humbled. Sure. So, yeah. Okay. Good stuff. I thought that was interesting because I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember him telling him that. Mm-hmm. Well, and who knows? Yeah. But at the same time, um, Moses takes on the role of, of carrying out the wrath of God, and it's even merciful because God was going to wipe everyone out. Yeah and start over with Moses, but rather Moses goes and carries out judgment. Yeah. And therefore the people are spared. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. It's good stuff. When you mess with a hidden God, mm-hmm. uh, you get the horns. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kind of a bad pun with the golden <laughs> calf there, but it's, it's, it's good. It's good stuff. I like yeah. it. Um, uh, it's it's fun reading it out loud though, isn't it? It, it is fun reading it out loud. Um, until, <laughs> you, but un, unless you're um, uh, you're reading about how to build a tabernacle and a <laughs> twenty yeah. cubits. Yeah, what's a cubit? What's a cubit? Do you know a cubit? No. A 
cubit is a foot and a half. Stands six cubits back <laughs> when the Roman legion comes. Cubits what? a foot and a half. Why? What do you mean why? Why measure? Well, I guess. That. It's kind of like, you know, um, how long is an inch? Some king someday like measured his yeah, finger and was like, oh, there, there we go. Yeah. How long, how long is a foot? The king looked at his foot. Yeah. This is how long it is. You know what I want to bring back? The metric system? Uh, well, we don't well, use it in this country. Cubit. Cubit would be fun. Cubit? To bring back cubits. But how about score? What's a score? 20 years. Like four, four score. Four score. Yeah. It's 20 years. Yeah. Huh? And, well, we use decade. Why can't we use score? We use century. I think you should bring it back, Ryan. Because that's their increments of 10. Well, so is a score. I thought a score was a... What is what is twelve times twelve? Twelve times that's one hundred forty four. No, I I know, but what what is what is that called? There's a name for it. Multiplication. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. If you if you're listening to this and you like know the what the word for that is, it a gross? Oh yeah, it, it probably it could be a gross. Yeah, a gross. Yeah, okay. that might be right. Yeah, a score twenty. Twenty. Yeah. How about how about a pence? How much is a pence? Six pence, none the richer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, a, a bit. Two bits, four bits, six bits, six a bits dollar. a dollar. <laughs> She's totally lost. This is why I miss Sarah, because at least then I can look at her and we can both be lost. Uh, do you know? You don't know how much a bit is. A bit. Do I look like I know? <laughs> a bit is twelve and a half cents, right? Shave and a haircut, two yeah. bits. Yeah, yeah, it must be twelve and a half cents. Right? Twelve and a half cents is a bit. Shave and a haircut. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Someone pray. <laughs> Would you pray today? Sure. Thank you. Uh, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, Lord. Uh, I thank you for this time uh, with my friends here where we can uh, uh, laugh a little bit, but also dig into your word. Um, God, I pray for uh, Sarah, who's not here uh, with us. Um, I pray she's doing well. And uh, for all the people who are listening, I hope that uh, not only do they um, get to laugh a little bit as they listen to uh, our shenanigans, but Lord, I pray that um, they would be blessed by um, some of the impromptu Bible study, um, that that they would learn something, but that they would also desire to dig into the Word too and, um, and, and read what we're reading and be as intrigued and as inquisitive as we are as we go through uh, the Bible. And so, Lord, again, I thank you for all the blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, we are out of time and we are out of here, but don't forget that you can go to YouTube, atonement.live or atonementfargo.org. Uh, on YouTube, you can search for Atonement Fargo. You can find all past episodes of that podcast. You can find uh, messages that, that have been done, Bible studies. You can find all sorts of good stuff there. Every Sunday morning on YouTube, atonementfargo.org and atonement.live, you can find... Uh, traditions worship service at nine o'clock and a modern service at 10 30 and so for pastor dj laura dana mashevsky ah sarah i guess whatever i'm ryan janky thanks for being here we'll see you next time for another riveting episode of that podcast hi you did good you hit your marks yeah <laughs> ah that's good stuff good stuff that was fun uh, I just realized I wanted to talk about my teacher gymnast again. Oh, yeah. Yes.
So I might have to do that. That was a 